Welcome to Serious Faith, a podcast exploring the gospel story by story to discover the way of Jesus. Welcome back, everybody. Serious Faith. I'm Pastor Chad, and uh, we are still in the book of John. Uh, as you should know by now, because we're in the 40s of our episodes here, and we started in the book of John. We're still working through, remember, story by story uh, to discover the way of Jesus. And so this week we are in John chapter 15, and we'll be looking at verses 1 through 8. The heading in my Bible is, I am the true vine. And so uh, here's what the scripture says this week. I am the true vine, and my father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit, and he trims any branch that produces fruit, so that it will produce even more fruit. You are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. A branch can't produce fruit by itself, but must remain in the vine. Likewise, you can't produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into a fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my word remains in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified when you produce much fruit, and in this way prove that you are my disciples. All right, this is one of my favorite passages in Scripture. It's also a very harsh passage. And, uh, and so I don't want you to take this one lightly, right? This podcast is called Serious Faith. We're trying to take our faith seriously. And so really the question we're asking each week is, what if Jesus really means the thing he's saying in this passage, right? And so what does he say here? He says, I'm the vine and my father's the vineyard keeper, right? So in other words, uh, I am, I'm the vine. I'm the one that, that shoots out and to produce the fruit. And my father is the one who, who keeps me. And he says, he removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit. And he trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more. So in other words, there is a trimming or a pruning process that happens. Now, if you have never had a garden or never maintained anything, uh, pruning is an important part of producing fruit because we got to get rid of the, the dead branches so we're not trying to send nutrients that way. And, and we've also we prune the ones that are fruitful so they can produce even more. And that's what he's saying is happening here. He says there are some people who claim to be in Jesus, who claim to be connected to the vine, but they're dead, right? They're not producing fruit. Now, there is an assumption here uh, that is made that I think is important because what Jesus is saying is not that, uh, that works will gain you his favor, right this is this is that age-old debate that we have in the church between like between grace as free grace like jesus gives it to us because we can't earn it and james's response which is yeah but if you've really experienced the grace of god you should respond to it right and so there are actions and in a need to do something about your faith and so this is that side of it right he's not saying that uh he's not saying necessarily that that those that you're going to earn your salvation, but he's saying that if you really do have salvation, if you really are saved, if you're actually connected to the vine, which is really another way of saying that you're saved, right? Because if you've given your life to Jesus, you should be connected to Jesus. There's there's the relational side, the relationship side of being a Christian, and if that's the case, you should be producing fruit, right? Like it should be obvious when you live your life 
as a follower of Jesus, as somebody who's in a relationship with Jesus, as somebody who says they love Jesus, it should be obvious. There should be a fruit that is produced. And he says that if there isn't fruit, you will be cut off. Right? He removes my branches that don't produce fruit. But he also trims the branches that produce fruit. So even if you are producing fruit, even if you're doing the things you're supposed to do, he says there will be moments where you're trimmed, where you're taught, where you're, where you're brought back into alignment so that you can produce even more fruit. And he tells his disciples that they've already been trimmed because of the word he's spoken to them, right? In other words, the things he's been teaching them for the last 14 chapters of John, right? The things that you and I have been talking about for almost the last year now, these things are in the trimming they're how God trims us, right? It's how God keeps us producing more fruit. And so he, he trims us by his teaching because when he teaches, we're supposed to listen and do. Listen and obey. And he says, remain in me and I'll remain in you because a branch can't produce fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. In other words, you can't do great things for God. You can't have the fruit, the spiritual fruit. You can't have, uh, I would call fruit, there's personal fruit, like... Um, uh, what we would call in the church like sanctification, the idea that we're becoming more and more like Jesus and more and more holy and we're making better decisions each day, right? That's personal fruit. There's ministry fruit because as we're getting closer to Jesus and we're embracing his heart and we're becoming more like him, there should be a fruit in our lives where we are producing disciples around us. He says, if you want to produce any of this fruit, you have to remain in me because I'm the vine and you're the branch. And if you remain in me and I remain in you, then you're going to produce some fruit. But without me, you can't do any of that. Right? He says, if you remain in me, you're going to produce fruit. If you are truly remaining in Jesus, there will be fruit. And then the flip side is true too. He says, if you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. In other words, you're not producing fruit. You're dead. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire, and burned. See, Jesus... Again, as we've noted many times over these last few chapters especially, Jesus does not mix his words. Jesus says straight up, if you're in me, there will be fruit. And if there's no fruit, you're not in me and you're getting tossed. Out you go. Now, if you're one of my listeners, this should make you a little nervous, right? Because I've been a pastor for 12 years and I have had... Many, many, many people in my church, not just, well, not church, I guess, because I've been in more than one church, but in my churches, I've had many people in my churches who likely fall into that second category because there's very little about their lives that look like Jesus. There's very little about their heart. There's very little about the way they treat people, the way they talk to their church, in their church, about their church, the way we talk to or about our pastor right? There are many people who do not exhibit the fruit that Jesus talks about here. And they think that they're still going to be saved. And yet Jesus says, if you're not producing fruit, you're going to be thrown out. You're going to be gathered up. You're going to be thrown into the fire and burned. But on the flip side, if you remain in me, he says in verse 17, and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified when you produce fruit. And prove that you're my disciples. See, you want to you call yourself a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus. There has to be fruit, friends. Your life should look different because you follow Jesus. 
The way that you treat people should be different because of the way you follow Jesus. The way that we talk to one another, the way we talk about one another, the way we view the world, the way we view our, our neighbor, the way we view our politics, all of this stuff is supposed to be shaped by being a disciple of Jesus. There should be kingdom fruit. Kingdom fruit from every single follower of Jesus. Because if there's not, there's another passage that comes to mind where Jesus talks about people who are going to say to him, Lord, Lord, and he's going to say to them, I never knew you. Right? Because they are not producing fruit. They are not taking care of people. Right? This is, I mean, this is this whole passage is like the heart of what it means to be a Christian. Right? To be in constant community, com, uh, communion with Jesus. Right? To, to be connected to the vine. To be connected to the vine. To receive all that we get from the vine. Right? Remaining, he says. Producing fruit. Those things are used a lot. Right? Remain. Just, just in this passage alone. In, in verses 1 through 17. Right? We're, we read 1 through 8. But if you extend it through 17, remain appears 11 times. 11. And the, and the phrase produce fruit is seven times, right? There's a focus here. He says, you got to remain in Jesus and you got to be producing fruit. And if, Because if you remain in Jesus, there will be fruit. And I can tell you this, my friends, if you don't remain in Jesus, there will be fruit. But it is not the fruit you want. It is not the fruit of the kingdom. It's the fruit of hard-heartedness. It's the fruit of be in church instead of kingdom. It's the fruit of the of the branch that's going to get cut off and it's going to get thrown in the fire and burned. And so Jesus says, I am the branch. And God is going to prune. He's going to prune. He's going to prune. He's going to prune. And if you're not producing fruit, you're out. Right? If you're not if you're not growing in love amongst amongst yourselves, if you're not growing in your love toward one another the way Jesus loves, if you're not growing in your mission to the world, if there's no fruit, you're out. And so I offer that to you this week um, because this is something I'm wrestling with, right? Like as a pastor, I wrestle with it because uh, my task is to lead the people in my church, which is some of you who listen to this podcast, my task is to lead you so that you produce fruit. And I grieve for all of the people in our churches who don't get this, who are perfectly content to be rude and petty and childish. I grieve for those people because they are going to miss it. They are not going to end up in the place they think they're going to end up. And I grieve for that. Because my greatest goal as a pastor is that all of my people are producing fruit, that all of them are connected to Jesus, right? That all of them produce fruit and remain. That they remain in Jesus. It's so easy to get distracted and run far away. But to remain in Jesus, to produce fruit, this is what life is all about. So are you remaining this week, friends? Are you producing fruit or are you being thrown into the fire? This should be a challenge to you, to your life, to your ministry, to your family. Are you remaining in Jesus? And are you producing fruit out of that remaining? 
Because if those two things aren't happening, things look grim for you. But if they are, <laughs> see, he says, ask for whatever you want, it'll be done for you. You understand my heart. You understand his, his desire for people, his heart for the world. So remain in Jesus and produce fruit.